Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence Strong Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lima, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 182 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about my five daily non-negotiables. But before we jump right in, I just wanted to take a quick second to ask you for a super quick favor. If you love our podcast and to help us spread the word so more women can find our show, we would love for you to follow our show by clicking on the plus follow button at the top of this podcast and or leaving us a review. So if you're doing this on Spotify, all you have to do is click the little five star on the very top of the podcast. And if you're doing this on any other podcast player, including Apple Podcasts, we made it super easy for you. Just go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash review or click the link in our show notes and it will direct you to your favorite podcast player. All right, so let's jump right in. So when it comes to non-negotiables, those are the things or the the strategies, the tools that I aim to practice every day to live life according to my own values, according to what brings me joy, but also so I can maximize my results and impact. And whether you are on a release journey or you're looking for love, growing your career, running a business, whatever it is that your big sort of goal that you're really dedicated to, the principles would apply to you as well. So you can really use this in any areas of life. But I really encourage you after you hear my five and kind of start contemplating, really making some time after this episode to sort of make your own list. So what are your top three to top five non-negotiables that are not just things you can commit to as goals per se, but more so as strategies or tools that you can embody that helps you live life according to your own values and feel your best. So without any further ado, let's jump right in and I'm going to go through each of the five and then give you some more details so you have quite a bit of clarity in terms of what each of those things means so you can make your own list. So the number one on my list, and this is not just my non-negotiable, but it's definitely my number one non-negotiable, is what I call prioritize my day while delegating two things, tasks and worries. So let me explain. This is all about setting energy boundaries. And I say that this is absolutely the number one non-negotiable because if I start my day allowing life, other situations to hijack my time, it is very difficult to have a productive day. It's very difficult to stay in my best sort of energy and really, you know, accomplish what I want to do. 
And prioritization is something that it is actually challenging for me. Um, I have many different interests, talents, and it's very easy for me to just want to do all the things. I'm also very optimistic in terms of how long things take. So this is actually a practice because it is something that I know is a little bit of a challenge for me. So I'm always, you know, putting energy, attention and intention and improving and filling up this gap. And the way to know if this is also a concern or a problem for you is if you find yourself too busy all the time. Too busy equals lack of prioritization. And once I first heard that and really embodied that, internalized that, I thought, oh my goodness, (laughs) I create so much overwhelm for myself, you know, if I'm not really paying attention because I just want to do all the things. And sometimes it's even out of excitement. And, you know, I'm a very multi-passionate person. So it is one of those areas that I, if you resonate with, you know, my experience, then I really encourage you to pay more and more attention to. On a practical level, what does this looks like on a daily basis? So I normally have a bit of like a week schedule going on. And I have a very special little planner I love there's a lot of room for just like jotting down notes and stuff. So I have multiple planners. Like I have a slightly complex process. But for simplicity here, I have a, a planner that I really write down with now erasable pen. It used to be pencils, but now I use erasable pen thanks to the recommendations of one of my very special clients. And I love my erasable pen, so I'm just mentioning <laughs> here. But um, so I start the day with my... So I start the week and I usually plan that Sunday or Monday morning, really sort of organize the appointments I have that week and some of the things that are locked and loaded and I plan everything else around it. But every single morning, I start the day with the list of priorities for that day, knowing that because I create energy boundaries, if my energy does not want to dedicate time to that specific task, and it is not like an appointment with a client or a meeting. It's something that I can wiggle around and shift. I will. Because I think there's nothing more depleting of your energy when you put a lot of, when you have to force yourself. And then the next day, I may be completely happy and ready. It's almost my intuition. No, today's not the day. You don't have all the information you need. And the more I have learned to listen to this voice and really work where my energy is flowing. I stopped doing so many things I did not want to do, even if I may have wanted a couple of days later and really started to really prioritize my day according to what is energy promoting life given to me. And that has made such a difference. And on the same token, I delegate as many tasks as I can anywhere from, you know, house chores I don't like to do. My husband is wonderful and very willing to help which may not be the case in your circumstances. So finding other creative ways to delegate some things as well as worries. So I have what I call it a worries box and it's like a cute little red like mailbox looking thing with like little hearts on it. And if there is a worry that I'm really struggling with that I really can't process, I write it on my little piece of paper and put it on the little (laughs) mailbox and slowly but surely I've been delegating worries as well, which is just us projecting in the future and just sort of like, you know, anyways, (laughs) separate conversation for a separate episode. Um, But by delegating things that deplete me, such as those tasks and worries, it has really helped me manage my energy 
And then by spending time doing activities that, you know, prioritizing activities that brings me joy that I, you know, love to do and work around some that are have to do's, which we all have them. It has really, really helped me have such a better experience of my life and really look forward to waking up and starting my day. So that's number one. (laughs) Number two is nourishment. And I have a little bit of a deeper definition in terms of that. So there's three areas that I pay a lot of attention in terms of how I nourish myself. And they are my thoughts. So what I think, my food and drinks, what I eat and how I feel. And I would say that the how I feel <laughs> part uh, is definitely something a little bit more of a challenge for me because I'm definitely more an intellectual thinker and feeling things in my body is kind of like a newer concept in the last few years that I've been really, you know, tapping into this more somatic experience of my thoughts and feelings, uh, which is kind of like an episode in itself as well. So I won't get into too much details here, but really being very aware of what I bring into my body, so my thoughts and my food, and really how I digest my my thoughts, food, and my feelings as well has been really important. So I'm a lot more selective. It's like quality over quantity. And if I have very difficult, you know, thoughts and feelings that are hard to process, hard to quotations digest, then I use tools that I've been gathering and teaching my clients for many, many years now, like about two decades now, to really process those things. So that is number two. My third non-negotiable is a little bit more physical, and that is the combination of hydration and joyous movement. So hydration-wise, it is something that I really prioritize, and I have a little hack as well. So I have a ginormous water bottle. It's like 64 ounces, and I have very good reverse osmosis water in it, and I carry it around with me, everywhere in the house, if I'm in my home office and if I'm out of the house, I usually use my Yeti so I can keep like the water cool. Um, But the thing that's important about hydration, besides all the reasons health-wise, I also use it as a way to help me with my emotions. And the way that I do so, I am a trained back flower register practitioner. And if you haven't heard of back flower remedies yet, uh, it is something that you know, it's been in my family for over 20 years now. And they're sort of like the, like flower essences, almost like similar to homeopathic remedies that we put a couple of drops in the water and we drink it. They're not essential oils. They have no taste or smell. Uh, they are basically the water infused with the essence of different plants. And in very short description here, they help you modulate emotions. So anywhere from, you know, feelings of fear, feelings of comparing yourself and having issues putting, you know, your foot down and speaking out your confidence boundaries. There's all sorts of different emotional nuances that the remedies help with. So if I'm having a particularly challenging day where I know I'm going to be doing things a little outside of my comfort zone, which happens a lot, by the way, in my line of work, then I select which of the remedies I feel will best support me. I put the drops in my water, just a couple of drops, and it just helps infuse my water for the day. So it is a little bit of a hack that I use my water, not just for the beauty of hydration, but also as a delivery mechanism for my flower essences. And if you are interested in learning more, or if you have any questions, you can either send us a message on Instagram, just send me a DM at naturally.joyous, 
Or you can also, there's a choice uh, to book a time to speak with myself or a team below um, this episode in the show notes. Or you can just go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash apply. And we're happy to speak with you and share all about the things we're talking about today, as well as give you more information about uh, those remedies and potentially how you can work with them too. Joyous Movement, which is the last piece here of number three, is all about moving your body, moving your energy, getting stronger. And it has nothing to do with exercising to burn calories per se. Uh, I don't believe in this, especially in midlife and beyond. I think, you know, that is a strategy that may work in your 20s and 30s, but it definitely has not, even in my 30s, has not worked for me. Uh, So I have really shifted how I look at movement in general. And moving with things that brings me joy are the ways that I really learned how to prioritize movement. And for me, it really is yoga, my home Peloton, and also lifting weights, which is something that I'm still early in my journey after spinal surgery and all those things. But just feeling stronger and having, you know, an ability to carry heavy things again, somehow is very empowering to me. So it is definitely something that has made my top three. Now, number four, and number four is all about fulfillment through service. So this is about broadcasting my work, sharing what I do. For example, this podcast, we've sat down every Friday together, or maybe if you're driving, that's fine too, for 182 weeks in a row. And speaking is one of the ways that I really love to express myself. And this podcast has been such a special treat for me to be able to bring experts that I love speaking with. So you can be part of those conversations as well as sharing with you just literally from my heart. These are not scripted episodes. You probably have noticed by now. Uh, They're just me speaking to you about things that I love, that I'm working on, that I'm growing towards. And hopefully you find it beneficial as well to give you ideas and different ways to look at things. But very much like this idea of waking up every day and sharing something and hoping to impact at least one person every single day is not only my highest priority, if you you know heard me using this terminology here, which I use a lot of clients, but it's also one of my biggest sources of fulfillment. So just showing up every day in some capacity and sharing what I know and sharing my experiences. And of course, you being here listening to this episode helps me fulfill my mission in life. And I'm very grateful for that is my number four priority. Mind you, they're not necessarily ordered in the sense of importance so much. Uh, so that number three is less important than I would say they're very much almost equally important. Um, but the sequence that they came out is just a sequence that they have kind of downloaded through me. So um, number one, I would say is the most important because if you start the day unprioritized, the other four things don't happen, right? Um, But in terms of nourishment, hydration, movement, I think they're all very important. So um, you don't, when you're making your own list, you don't have to necessarily go in order that way, but you can if you choose. And that brings us to number five. And number five is when I want to take a couple more minutes on, and that is what I call neutralizing gratitude. And and I've talked about this before in the podcast, and I will make a recommendation for an episode you can listen after this one. But when it comes to gratitude, 
a lot of times we think of gratitude as listing the things that we're grateful for that are working out for us, which is a beautiful thing. Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful. But what I'm talking about neutralizing gratitude is a little bit different. And that is using every night, and you can just try the day, but I like more towards the night when I'm more like reflective, <laughs> um, looking at the day at the things that you perceived have not gone according to plan, did not work exactly as you desired, and looking at the other side of the coin, looking at them as blessings. And it's almost like having this belief that everything is always for your best interest. So the things that don't feel like they are or they're challenging you, looking on the other side on that coin and saying, okay, so if this is working out for me, how? What are, what are the gifts here that I'm not seeing? What are the blessings so that we can really extract the gold out of it? So you can actually unwrap, even if the gift looks like it's wrapped in like a messy newspaper, and you can open the gift and see what's inside. And that is such an important practice because it is a wonderful way to neutralize the mind and really bring you into this transcendental feeling of gratitude at the end of the day. Before bed, it's a beautiful opportunity. So I actually want to recommend, I recorded a whole episode on this called Going Deeper on Your Gratitude Practice. And that is episode number 106. So I'm going to link it below in the show notes so that you will be able to listen to that one just uh, go to that one next or just search it on the podcast and you can do that as well. But as a quick summary here, it's very important to remember. So for number one, in terms of prioritizing, a quick little summary, if you feel that you're too busy, that me- usually means lack of priority. And it's not that working hard is a problem, but spreading yourself too thin is. Okay. And that is something I've been learning in, like the hard way over the last four decades. So it is definitely my daily practice. Number one on my list. Uh, Number two was nourishment of thoughts, food, and feelings. Number three, hydration and joyous movement. And I use my hydration also as a carrier mechanism to bring in some backflower essences to really help me sort of navigate my emotions for the day. And the joyous movement, really just to move the body, move energy, not as a means to burn calories. Number four, broadcasting my work and being of service. So just showing up with the intention of sharing what I know and helping at least one person. And whatever your job or career, or if you're a stay-at-home mom, you can use the same intention of being of service every day as a version of my, you know, number four here. Because the more we make our lives about lifting others, I think the more fulfillment we all feel. And number five, neutralizing gratitude, which is really embodying the, the truth that everything is always working out for us. And if you can't see it, look until you find the blessings. Uh, and then jumping next to episode 106 to go deeper on this topic, on this last number four, uh, topic number five. So that is it for today. I hope you enjoy learning what my number top five non-negotiables daily priorities are. I would love, love, love to hear yours. So if you are on Instagram, like I said, go to naturally.joyous. And I would love for you to tag me, you know, post your priorities. Or if you just want to send me a private DM, that's great too. I respond to them personally and I'll be so happy to see yours. And really, I hope this episode will, you know, 
help you create your own list and really prioritize your life by the things that really bring you joy and fulfillment. I hope you enjoy and I will chat with you again next week. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.